Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hey guys, it's Hallie and Katie, and we are so excited to welcome one of our first guests to Between Us Moms. She's one of the most famous reality stars on the planet. She's a singer, an influencer, a podcaster, one of my favorite people to follow on Snapchat. She's a beauty. She's one half of Spidey and she's a mama to two boys, Gunner and Riker. Please get excited for Heidi Montag. Yay, Heidi. <laughs> what an intro. Thank you. you You're are, such you're a legend. Famous. You are. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Heidi, one of the first things we always want to ask our mamas when they come on, because we just feel like moms may need to be checking in on each other a little bit more is how is your heart? How are you doing? How are you feeling? It's a day by day roller coaster. So today, how are you feeling? Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling balanced. I'm feeling successful at this moment of being a mom and navigating to um and yeah it's it's a lot right you're always managing your kids emotions and your husband's emotions and everyone's like how am I right. am I okay right am I good seriously what this is and this is a fun fact when this will go live but it is a Saturday morning it's 9 30 I'm always curious like what are your mornings like usually I wake up at five with Riker. He is an early riser, 4.30 this whole week. It's been nuts. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I get Gunner ready for school on the weekdays, but today's Saturday so he can watch TV. Today is like a TV rest day. And I stayed up way too late last night. So I slept in and Spencer got up with the boys this morning. Oh, that's so nice. See, that's like the trade-off, right? We need, we need our, the dads to step in or the partners to step in. <laughs> I'm like one day a week. I will wake up every day, but I need one day to sleep in. So you pick Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I like that. That's fair. My daughter is 20 months old and she's kind of going through a regression. So we're doing a lot of early mornings and the coffee is strong in our house. It's real strong. We did this morning. Our daughter woke up around six and we went to go get her, changed her diaper, and then just like brought her in the bed with us, hoping she would fall back asleep. But unsuccessful never that never happens no my little one he has never he doesn't even cuddle he's just on the move the minute he wakes up it's like go time all hands on deck 
lock the gate, secure the everything. It's like, there is no wake up time. Yeah. It's just go, go, go. Ours is starting to crawl and it's like, she just wants to practice constantly. So yeah, I feel like one of the things that was really big for me when I first welcomed my daughter was like, my identity felt like it had totally changed. And I'm curious for you, how did your identity or your idea of yourself change when you became a mom, if at all? I became almost too immersed in just being a mom. And I forgot that I was still a person. And I forgot like, hey, I need to work. And (laughs) I am, um, you know, doing all these different things. And I've worked so hard on my music and TV and my career to just drop it. But I became like a very attachment mom. And I let everything else kind of go. And then a few months in, I thought, okay, maybe I should put on some makeup and maybe I should get back to work and I should start working out again and just kind of checking in on myself because it's so easy to just lose track of yourself and to become the identity of just being a mom. And I had to re-find myself and re-remember myself. And with the second child, I didn't have that adjustment. It really was just the first child for me. Oh, interesting. So then do you feel like going from no kids to one kid or one kid to two kids was almost easier like the second time? Yes and no. So I had a lot carved out and I knew what to expect. I wasn't as attached. I also knew like this is a quick season and this is going to go fast. And it just put everything in perspective for me. So I felt more veteran. I felt like I had more, I feel like I have more experience. So the little things aren't as big. I knew I wanted a sleep plan and sleep hygiene from the beginning because I saw how co-sleeping went for me. And I was like, I am not going down (laughs) that route again. And I just have learned a lot from it. And I like working. I like being successful. And I realized that I could balance both. The pull for me now is finding the time for both boys and feeling like I have enough time for my older one, for Gunner, because Mm. that is where my mom guilt really comes from. And he's at school, so I don't have as much time. And I it's more intense with him now for him too, because like, Gunner, don't do that. Can you help with this? And it's this new dynamic between him and I, instead of it just being all about him and it's fun and catered to him where I feel a little strict with Mm. him or expect more out of him. And I want to make sure that's not being overboard as well. Yeah, no, I totally, I'm expecting my second right now. And so Thank you. But hearing you say that is so, that's really good advice because I'm going into this thinking like, how do we still carve space for Dylan and how do we still make her feel special? And you mentioned mom guilt and it makes me think like you are so generous with what you share on social media and like letting your fans into your family life a little bit. Do you ever feel like social media is a place that breeds mom guilt for you or is it a pretty healthy space for you with my snapchat the community is 99% very supportive and really follow my path and know me and understand me in a way that I've never been able to have fans interact that way so they almost feel more like family or friends 
Instagram is different and those so I just turn off commenting because I'm like I don't need that I don't need like yeah. any negativity with that it's a different um thing but it's also really supportive like snapchat if I have a quick mom question I can get 10 answers and usually it's from like professional nurses or so it's been really helpful like oh my gosh he just ate this what should I do and that's been really helpful to actually have a group of moms because with my first son I didn't have the support of a mom group and that's really important even if they're not your best friends or super close just to have moms to bounce ideas off of to feel supported with to ask what sports are you doing so i have a really great group of mom friends and that's been really helpful see we like to say motherhood is a sisterhood yeah and <laughs> like you you really it's like a sorority it's like the ultimate bond because you don't know until you know and it's just such a wild ride so you're right having that support group is so important yeah exactly and, yeah a community who just gets it that you can call like crying or you can call excited over a milestone um that's like been the number I had like very bad postpartum anxiety and like having friends like Hallie was so helpful that uh, they definitely understand more because husbands are great too and it's different. You need totally different. moms. Yeah, you need both, right? You need the support. And that's why they always say like, it takes a, a village. It's like, it really does because you need that support too. And it's a lot raising kids and in the city and different places. Like it's every place has its challenges and the internet. And it's just a, it's a wild world. And I guess it just really always has been. Yeah. Okay. Real talk. Did you like being pregnant? I loved it. I really? loved it. Yes. I, my first time it was everything, every little kick. The second time though, I was like, okay, I love being pregnant and I'm ready for this baby. Because when you run around with the second child, Hallie obviously <laughs> is experiencing that and you're so much more tired. You don't have time for the naps too. It's like, you're still dealing with the other one. And I just had no rest. I was really fatigued. And I don't know if I'm just older now because it was like six years older and that made a big difference, but I love, I loved being pregnant. Yeah. Does the family feel complete now? Yes. The family yes. is very complete. We are done. I am done. So <laughs> unless God has a different plan, um, then I am definitely at like my max as a human being. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about like bounce back culture and like you know, mom's putting all this pressure on themselves to get their bodies back. And like we were talking about earlier, just to like feel like themselves again. Um, what's your take on all that? And like, what works for you? And, and what was your experience like? I decided with the with Gunner that I wasn't going to have any of that pressure. And I decided that with my second two. And I just thought, I don't need that. There's a time and a place. And if you want to snatch back whenever you're feeling it or not, then that's fine. But I didn't want to rush the process. And I just was, I mentally decided to put it on the back burner. I did want to start working out sooner the second child than the first, because I realized that I have back pain and mm -hmm. I just wanted to be strong. So for me, it wasn't even about fitting in jeans or whatever it was. It's that I wanted to get back in the gym to be able to lift Gunner to be able to lift Riker, to be like a really strong mom. So that's my new thing. I don't care what weight I am. I don't care what gene size I am. I don't care about any of that. I just want to be strong to be able to lift my boys. I want to be as healthy as I can, as long as I can. Yeah. 
you talked a little bit about this at the beginning, um, how on the weekends TV is okay. And I'm so curious if Gunner, I mean, I think Riker's a little bit young, but does he understand who his parents are yet? Does he understand fame? And like, when will he, you let them watch the Hills? <laughs> yeah. So he gets like, oh, Taylor Swift told me when I was a baby. And he- What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. He like loves that photo because everybody at a school is obsessed with Taylor Swift. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know Taylor. Um, So I think that's like right now the most fun for him. And he doesn't really like, sometimes he likes when people come up to us, but he kind of doesn't really like that. It takes the attention away from him, but he's really social and he loves Snapchat and he loves, we have to like, be careful not to film the filters. Yeah. <laughs> the faces. Thing. And he wants his own YouTube channel of gaming and like all this stuff. So he gets it, but you know, it's just like pretty normal for him. Yeah. Do you think you'll let him watch the Hills at any point or like what kind of conversation will you have with him before he does watch it? I don't think it will be relevant to him. I don't think it will be interesting to him. I think that generation will be past and it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, my parents were on a show and you know, we're in talks with our own show right now. So I think that would probably be more relevant to him if he's, on it in whatever capacity but that would definitely just be a conversation like yeah mom and dad made a lot of money and you know we were silly (laughs) (laughs) wait is spidey coming back to tv i think so i mean it's always you know in the talks and in the works and some kind of deal here or there but Um, you know, my music is really taken off and I think that's an interesting angle and it would have to be funny because the end of the day, Spencer and I's dynamic in our family is funny. It's not really dramatic. So it would definitely play into more of like a, a silly show. Okay. And you would let the boys obviously be on it. It would be about your guys's dynamic and your music and what you're doing now. Maybe the crystals. Right. And a small hummingbirds. I think that people don't really like watching other people's kids. And I I find that interesting because I like watching other people's kids, but I don't love it. You know, it's not like it's not my I'm like, I have enough of my own kid life. So I like an insight of it and as an element, but when it's a whole focus, I think that I lose a lot of my 
audience. Interesting. And so I think the same with this show. I think they'd be in like a small capacity of it, but it'd be more about like Spencer and I and hustling and, you know, going to China because my music is like top 90 there in the charts. And I have like, I'm very big in China right now. <laughs> well, you just Love put that. out a new song, right? Yeah. With uh, Cara de Gordia. Oh my, she's a big songwriter. She was also a judge yeah. on Idol, right? Yep. Right. Yeah. David Foster had her write it years ago. And we never put it out because we didn't buy it. And we're like, you know what? That is such a great song. Why go back to the drawing board when we have this song and it's done and it's Kara? Let's just put it out. Tell us about it. like, what does the future of your music look like? Will we get an album? Is it just singles right now? Are you, are you writing? I have written some, but I'm not like the best writer and I definitely want the best writing. So it's fun to contribute to writing and have ideas, but we'll see. It's, it's an evolving process. So I'm thinking like an EP or an album, but we'll just see. It, it's tricky too, because it's our own money and I don't want to go that, down that route being a mom now and being more responsible with our finances. It's like, okay, if it makes sense with this song it makes x amount then we can spend x amount but it's not like let's go full in and just spend our money because I want to be way smarter than that at 37 yeah but still I'm so excited for all the Heidi music thank you thank you and I'm fully obsessed with your podcast yeah oh thank it's you so great. are you guys just having the best time doing that together yes it's so nice to have it's almost like a date day we have that time of just the two of us in the car, all the way there, all the way back. And then to be able to work together, we really thrive working together. It's been part of our dynamics. So it's nice to have it. And I love doing the podcast. It's just that undivided attention, too, that we get to have. And the guests are so fun. So it really has been such a blessing. We have to talk about Taylor and Travis. I mean, you're wearing the Taylor sweatshirt. I love Taylor with every fiber in my body and I just need to know your thoughts. I do think they're going to get married. I think this is the one. I mean, I don't know Taylor like, you know, I've met her a few times and she's great and I love her, but I'm not like a close friend of hers. So I don't know any insight, but I, it seems like this is the guy for her and she's very invested in their families, but I love it. I think it's, she's the ultimate football wife you know, know. and boss and he's like her cheerleader so I just think it's such a nice dynamic from an outside perspective yeah it feels different yeah do you you and Spencer have dealt with like being so intensely in the public eye and having everyone scrutinize your every move what advice would you give to Taylor and Travis because they're going through it now I think that Taylor has had more public relationships and everything analyzed than any person in the history of the world. So it is different when it is the love of your life and you're more protective as well and more strategic about it. So um, not like she needs any advice from me, but if I were to, if she were asking for some, I would just say to not listen to any of the comments and I'm sure she doesn't but just when you know what you have that's all that matters yeah you and Spencer are going to be celebrating 15 years of marriage yeah 
Congratulations. That is Thank huge. You. Thank you. I am curious, how does Spidey keep things spicy? Like, what do you have it's, to say to all the people out there? Especially as being parents to two yeah. little ones. No, intimacy is tips. so important. And even when you're tired, it's important to make that time. So I would look on like a weekly, a week and be like, okay, well, how many times have we been intimate or not? And just really like check in because it's easy to push aside the needs of your husband, especially when you have the children right there. Yeah. You're but tired. That, and... Yeah. You're tired. You're freaking tired. And, <laughs> and I get it, but it's like, also it's a maintenance thing that you can't catch up with later. And it intimacy is just so important. So whether it's a nap time, um, you know, nighttime, whatever time it is, and I, no matter how much time it is, it doesn't have to be this um, pressure on it. It's like, okay, well, sometimes, you know, short and sweet or whatever yeah. it is, but or you really in the shower, yeah, right, in the shower, whatever it is, like <laughs> the one minute, you know, or however long, but it's important to have that. And it's like, I stayed up too late last night, but that was important. And I wanted to like have that time with Spencer and not have it be rushed and just like laugh and enjoy ourselves and not be like on the clock. So sometimes that's important too. Even if you're like really tired the next morning or someone else wakes up like once a month to, you know, go out or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's good to remember. Cause I think, I yeah, with kids, it's like, it gets lost. And then yeah. I don't know about you, but like when I was pregnant, I like was not I like didn't feel sexy at all. So I was like, oh, I don't want to do this, but it's so important. You're right. Exactly. And that that's why there's other things too. It's like, well, maybe I'm not fully available, but I can do other things. So yeah, like, exactly. Options, you know? <laughs> Heidi, where do you see yourself and where do you see you and Spencer like 10 years from now? Is there anything else on the bucket list that you want to accomplish that you want to do? My music is a big milestone for me personally in my life. And to continue that success would be great. I definitely want like X amount of money in the bank and just keep really hustling. Um, I want the boys to be really healthy. I'd love to get a second home in Colorado where my parents are so I can take the boys there in the summer. That's like a big goal of mine, but really just to accumulate a financial security is one of my biggest things. So um, a show would also be really great if there was a point that Spencer and I could kind of be more authentic and fun because at the end of the day, that's really our dynamic. So that would be nice. Hosting, I've always wanted to host. I feel like I would be a good host on like a challenge show or like a love is blind type of show. And, yes, you know, I can totally see that. I would like to to do something like that. You and Spencer should Nick do that Lachey. together. I know. Yeah, totally like Nick Lachey and uh, Vanessa. Yeah. Yes. I think that's another key of a successful marriage is just enjoying each other. You really need to remember what you love about that person. And Spencer and I just really enjoy being together and we really have fun together so thank you for watching it thank you for yeah. that support and yeah we just have fun together I think that's the key and then it's good for the kids and it's always you know everything can get so intense in a house with 
um, a head bonk and uh, getting out the door and just these little things can really accumulate an intense environment. And it's important to have a fun environment too. Like let's all tackle dad or let's have wrestle time or let's all go on a hike and to really mix it up because the intense moments are unavoidable and also important because Mm -hmm. you want to balance or maybe not intense. Maybe that's not the right word, but I think that having a a mix up of the house and like showing your marriage is really important for children because they're, they're really watching everything. Yeah. When Spencer became a dad, did your love for him feel like deeper in a way? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, it went, it went deeper and it became a little more, another level of it too. So you have a little more conflict because you have to deal with each other, you know, in a different way and dynamic as well. And you have to get on the same schedule. And then also the love with all of that and the respect and the, the teamwork and, you know, it really just builds a whole deeper layer and then with two I feel even more that way I'm like wow he's really stepped up for two and I don't have to ask him to do so much now and we're like in this great groove because when you're when dads become new too for some dads it's not as organic you know like we're moms and you're you're there and you're you're hormonally there and you're emotionally there and it's like it's you and this child and you've been carrying it and you're so attached and so for him, he really stepped in in the beginning, but with the mm-hmm. second one, he was already fully in, you know, so that was really helpful. <laughs> that makes my heart happy to hear. I love yeah. hearing like about people talk about their partners in that way. I think it's really sweet. We're almost done, but we have a little game for you that we want to play with all of our mamas. It's called From the okay. Mama Heart, and it's okay. just kind of like, well, you'll see. Um <laughs> Okay, what was the first time that you cried happy or sad tears after becoming a mom? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The moment I had Gunner, I just started hysterically crying. Oh, I'm going to get so emotional. Um, Yeah, when they just like put him on my chest, that was just everything for me. So that, my gosh, I can't believe I'm so emotional. I'm going to cry because I remember that exact moment. I know. I'm, I'm crying. Like, oh. Heidi, I watched your video the other day of your birth video. First of all, I have to say, I've never seen a more beautiful Seriously. woman in labor and delivery in my entire life. Like you looked gorgeous, but also Andrew, my husband walked in the room and he's like, are you okay? Like what's wrong? And I was like, I'm watching <laughs> Heidi's birth video and I'm so emotional. It's so beautiful. I mean, just Aww. hearing you talk about it. It's incredible yeah thank you I had you know Spencer and I were together for a long time before we had kids and we really had to talk about having them and so just with that moment when it came it was just so divine and I like really prayed about my birth and I visualized it and I drew it and it just all was exactly what I hoped for both births and 
I just think birth is one of the most miraculous experiences in the world. I'm so glad to be a woman. I think it is so incredibly empowering and cool. And I've never felt closer to God when life is like actually living in you and coming out. And it's like, you're like a vortex. So I think labor and birth is so beautiful and cool and exciting and fun and challenging. I love that challenge. You'll never experience anything Mm -hmm. like it. What was your first heartbreak in motherhood? I think when Gunner got hurt for whatever it was, and I just beat myself up so much over it, like, oh, I can't believe I let that happen. And, you know, just kind of being too hard on myself. So I think I don't remember the exact moment but just the feeling of that and it's really important as a mom not to beat yourself up mentally and be like so hard on yourself and give yourself grace because you can't be perfect as hard as you try and as much as you want to be such a great mom so I really had to work on that on myself um but that that's always heartbreaking you know when anything happens to the kids yeah What about something that you wish you knew going into delivery? Um, The first time, what I wish I would have known is it's a pain unlike anything you'll experience, but it goes fast. You know, like you'll never be there again. And your body's meant to do that. You are meant to do that. It's not like a car accident where this random pain comes through your body and you're not supposed to have broken bones. It's like, no, we are born to have children and this is natural and as scary as it can be too it's meant to happen yeah did you go without an epidural i did twice (gasps) damn girl you are a freaking warrior (laughs) dang i hear the epidural really hurts too but i don't know i had this feeling and i just really prayed about it and i was like i don't know if I, I like both ways, right. I even C-section, all of it's good, whatever is best for everybody, whatever makes a healthy child. But for me, I felt like if I did, I wanted to experience it first off. And second of all, I thought that if I got an epidural, it would really complicate my birth because I heard like Pitocin and all these things are added and then they speed it up and slow it down. And if I had an epidural, I would have had to have an emergency C-section with Gunner because it was five hours I labored and um I if I didn't push him out the exact second I did my doctor was like I was giving you two more pushes and then I was going emergency c-section because it was wrapped around his neck right so for me I felt like it was more of a insight like a a feeling too interesting yeah my intuition 30 yeah 36 hours of labor turned C-section. <laughs> I know it was, Katie. it was not ideal. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. And so that's a lot. There's a, a special lot. place in heaven for Katie for well, that. Totally. I don't, yeah. I mean, everyone has different stories and different experiences, but you are yeah, a warrior, exactly. like no epidural. I, I bow down. <laughs> well, you 36 hours right back at you. Oh my gosh. It was exhausting. Lot. It was hard. Yeah, I- that's hard, but kind of in here, we did it. Um, what is something that you wish you knew about becoming a mom before you did the first time? 
Or is there anything that surprised you? Um, I think just to let Gunner like cry a little more or be a little more independent. I don't need to coddle him and suffocate him like you're okay you're okay it's like it's okay for him to be upset it's okay for him to cry it's okay for him to have these emotions and it's also important so I think with Gunnar I was like so attached and wanted to make sure like I'll do this for him and I'll do that and it actually wasn't helpful so to just step back and give him like more independence and more space and see where he goes with it um, I think that was a really important thing and I've learned that with Riker and he's like Mr. Independent and puts on his shoes at 15 months and like holds him up to me to like put go out the door and um it's been really healthy for him yeah lastly what is something that's been on your heart a lot lately to really watch how I'm talking to my children and the tone that I use with my husband, with my children, because I'm so busy and I have so many things going on. And I always have really wanted to be a fun mom. And with Gunnar, it was super easy to just be a fun mom and just really light all the time and just focus on him. And then with Riker, I've become more of like a multitasking mom. So I'm way busier. There's more intense situations going on. I need more help. So to just watch, like, well, how did I say that to Gunner? And am I triggering a meltdown for him? Because I, I didn't stop and listen for a second. So just to, like, slow down even in the intense moments and just find that, like, that peace and that calm. Because it's so easy to just be like, I'm going to go. We got to go. We got to go here and school and this and that. And it's like, okay, how am I setting up the house right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like intentions. Yeah. And I saw this thing that like really hit me where it was like, don't forget you're teaching these little people how to be a human being. And we get so wrapped up in every day and in the agenda and the hustle that like, sometimes we do forget, like we're actually setting the example and we're showing them, this is how you do life. This is how you treat people. This is how we talk to people. And it's like, oh yeah. Heidi, you are amazing. You are a super mom, super woman. We're so grateful that you lent us your morning to talk about all things mama stuff. (laughs) Family. Thank you for having me and the mom support. And I love talking mom things. And I'm so excited for you guys and good luck on the birth and the labor. If I don't talk to you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, well, you're wonderful, Heidi. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. I'm going to go make a bottle and get ready for this baby. <laughs>